Hi, everybody. We're back. It's Lisa. And Danielle. And we are here. Well, we're catching up. Today is a catch-up episode because we've been slacking. We've been slacking big time. And we are sorry. Life has happened for us. I don't know if we've been slacking. I mean, you were basically on your deathbed. Yeah. No, we're not slacking. We're just lifing. Is that word? (laughs) I don't know. We've we've been on the struggle bus more than usual, um, or at least I have, and um, things have happened. After we had made a ill-advised promise to everybody that we would, you know, be back on our game, and here we are. Um, but, you know, shit happened. We're yeah, we basically best. can't promise that life isn't going to slap us in the face. Yeah, you know, because, you know, as much as we would love this to be our only obligation, it's it's not. We both have careers and businesses and families and not healthy bodies, which is usually what gets in our way. (laughs) So, you know, it's what happens, but we're here. We're here. So take us through like, well, yeah, but like, take us through what your last, I mean, I've been like fucking busy as shit, but like, take us through your last I don't know, month. It's been like a roller coaster of like literally like death. Yeah. I, it feels like my body, you know, I, I finished school. So there's that. I finished, I got finished my master's. That's done. Fantastic. And my body was like, oh, so then we can really, we can really <laughs> kick your ass now, right? You have free time. <laughs> so my body did that. My body said, here, let's take, um, you know, if the flu had triplets with a food poisoning, we're going to give you that. And that's what I had. It was norovirus, which I had never even heard of until I had it. I got that. And basically, I got it food poisoning. I had someone tell me that it's just like the flu. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's something that I, you know, that has never had anything like that before because... It is not. I would have gladly taken the flu for three weeks over my six days of this. Yeah, that's basically what I said. I was like, uh, I don't think so. Like, this person, like, doesn't over-exaggerate being sick like this. Like, I'm pretty certain that this is, like, it's pretty bad. Right. Yeah, it was pretty bad. And I would take, honestly, I would take COVID again over that. COVID was nothing. Yeah, but that was pretty bad for you too. And why don't yeah. we tell everyone that COVID was like what a fucking two weeks before this? Yeah, I've been on a ride. I've been on a ride this year. Come to find out that COVID was probably catapulted me into this norovirus because apparently this most recent strain of COVID destroys your it destroys your body more than you think it does, and it especially your digestive system is what I was told. So which opened me up to catching this, which I already, guys, I already catch everything that there is. My immune system is shit and, you know, it is what it is. But yeah, I had that and then I got this. I've literally thought I had food poisoning because it was so violent that it had to be, right? I was like, there's no way that this is just, I ate something bad or I have an upset tummy. No, it was violent. Whether or not anything was in my body, it was coming out, whether I liked it or not. I was forcing myself to guzzle water to have something to leave me because (laughs) that's gnarly, right? It's nasty. It's so awful. It was awful. But it got so bad that I couldn't. 
that's something no one says ever. Like I was chugging and I was eating like just to be certain I had something to throw up. <laughs> yes. Cause that heaving, that, that unnecessary like convulsion is not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. I was like, what's going to happen is I am going to knock myself out on this porcelain toilet from <laughs> throwing my body into it so violently. So I might as well have something come out of me instead of this like forceful nothing. It was just like a, you know, I was so pissed when it was all said and done that I wasn't a 10 pounds lighter at least. And I should have had abs. I felt like I did because every muscle I had, but my calves hurt. Why? I don't know. Probably the lack of- I'm like <laughs> feeling like I did the right thing this last like week. And I was like, I ordered a Peloton bike and I'm like, yes, I'm going to get on this fucker and I'm going to ride it. Did it today. And here I am. I'm like jealous, right? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I am jealous of you for dry heaving for two weeks because your abs should be like tight as fuck. And they're not. They're not. So here's the thing. That was the other thing. I was so pissed. I'm like, I haven't eaten in five days. I haven't kept anything in my body, including water. Like I had to get on IV guys for day, for a couple hours. I had to take like three bags. Oh, and by the way, they gave me three shots of Zofran. I still puked. It did nothing. My body was like, fuck you, Zofran. <laughs> fuck you, Zofran. It did nothing. It did nothing for me, which isn't that weird for me. I am very resistant. Turns out I you know, another side note. I I have some redheaded gene. Did I tell you this? Yeah, but okay. So that is a real thing. And I've got it. Not a redhead in sight in my family. We are dark people. There are no redheads in our family, but I've got that gene, which explains why I've woken up during so many surgeries. I was just going to say, we know that from working in dentistry Mm -hmm. and um, from doing like surgical things that like, I remember hearing the doctors be like, oh, those redheads. And I'd be like, you're awful. (laughs) Why do you say that? Stereotypes. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why are you calling out the genders all the time? But it is a real thing. No, it is. And I don't know, like, I don't know all the context behind it. Like, I would never, you know. But I've heard it so many times that it's like, oh, my gosh, this is real. They're not being dicks. I know. I know. I think now I haven't not now to be fair, I have not confirmed this. So let me backtrack a little. I have not confirmed it. There is a genetic test you need to do. But everyone that I explain what, you know, my health history, basically waking up in surgeries and needing like two rounds of everything to heal from anything. Nothing works on me. They're like every single one, every doctor and nurse have been like, are you a redhead? Do you have any redheads in your family? You know, every time. And they're all convinced. So I'm, I'm confident it would make a lot of sense. But um. Yeah, I mean, you're that. basically so. Yeah, that, in the worst way possible. So yeah, all that, <laughs> all that losing my fluids, losing my food, all of that. Um, I was so bloated, I looked pregnant. Because and we know of, that can't happen. No, I can't. And that virus is it makes your intestines swell, and that's why. Because I'm like, what is this pooch? Like, I look, I look very pregnant. I was so uncomfortable. I couldn't wear pants because it hurt so bad. I was so bloated. I'm like, what is this stomach? I'm not normally like a flat stomach, but I'm definitely not this. And they're like, oh yeah, your intestines are swollen. Yeah. They were rejecting. They were just freaking the fuck out. They could have jumped out of my body. They would have. Isn't it crazy? Like it's the most insane thing. I was, um, 
I mean, I certainly have had nothing like that this last few weeks. So I feel super blessed, but I had, um, I mean, I've had my fair share of doctor's appointments. That's the truth. And, you know, most recently I was telling you I had, um, and I'll share that I'd gone to a referral doctor from another one of my uh, cardiologists. So this was like a specialist. And, you know, I had walked out of there and that's the day I'd like called you just in tears. And I was like, I just can't do this anymore. Like, this is insane. This is craziness. Well, like everyone, this is what's going on is I walk into this appointment and I'm like, basically like, hear me out here. You know, I, I don't feel great. I obviously know I've got this like heart condition, you know, they, they call it heart failure, you know, and I'm still kind of in this like denial phase, right? Whatever, give it a different name. Um, but you know, I'm in, I, I'm not in denial phase. I can, I know what, what it is, but I, I want like different options. And this guy like throws this medication at me and I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm a little bit concerned though. Like I've put on a little bit of weight and I have this like swelling in my legs pretty consistently, like re- water retention that I haven't had. I, this is relatively new symptom. And so he like lifts up my pant leg and he like checks it and he looks at my feet and I'm wearing a pair of Birkenstocks, which is normal for me. And I'm like, it's not normal that I can like see the indentation from my sandal on my foot. And this has been normal this last like few weeks. And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, "Mm, hmm, you're not like really like listening to me. Like, this is not normal. And I see that it's not normal to you either. Like, but end of like, end of appointment, it actually goes by very quick. He doesn't really listen to my concern about what this is. I can tell the swelling is not normal to him either. He throws this medication at me that I get online and I research and I was like, fuck this. I am not taking this. Like, this shit's going to kill me. Right. And so- we end up like calling another doctor and I was like, he, you know, he's like right away, don't take that. That's not good. Like, that's like something that they just like throw at you when they don't even know what they're looking at. So I'm like, one, I feel like a whale, right? My heart's not working the right way. <laughs> and now someone just gave me a medication that they're trying to kill me with. Right. Yeah. And let's just end this for you now. Let's just stop it now. (laughs) Let's just basically, that's how I left. I'm like, I really just wanted you to listen to me. So, I mean, like my semi good update is kind of that, like I had a wonderful appointment this last week. The doctor was amazing. Um, While it's not solved yet, uh, we're on a path to what I thought it would be like, you know, a surgery is needed. But I think we've always known that and we're going to get there a little bit quicker at this point. And it, this doctor like literally spent all the time kind of going through the what to expect, where we are, you know, pros and cons to everything, but a new medication regimen, just like, let's see if this works. They haven't tried this yet over all these years. And I made a promise. I was like, I will do this ridiculous keto diet just to see if I can shock my body into something else. Crazy. I don't love it. And I'm only in day two. 
And um, I promised to try to be more active as far as working out. And, but I have to be very careful because of my heart rate. So I promised to be. I know, I was just say, like, how do you do that without, like, fall, you know, where's your well, guideline? Yeah, because of the well, because he put me on this, like, mix of medication that um, should. So far, none of the singular medications have, I've failed all of them. So he put me on a mixture of medications that should keep my heart rate um, at a safe um, place. If it fails, they're only giving me 10 days. So if, mm -hmm. if it's not working at 10 days and I can't like work out and stay under like between 160 and 180, which to most of you on here probably sounds fucking nuts. But um, if, and I know like Lisa, you have a high heart rate too, but, and so you know what it feels like to get like yeah. up there. But if yeah. I, if I can't keep it there, then um, they would, they would basically say like, we've tried everything but yeah i'm gonna do yeah. everything before surgery here yeah so needless to say everyone we didn't forget about you we've no. tried really hard to to be on here as often as possible um we've just had some things that got in the way and yeah. uh like and ultimately like my stuff wasn't not that it wasn't important but i was definitely not like dry heaving in front of a toilet for two weeks shit no, I definitely didn't want you to hear all that because <laughs> it was like, you know, very unpredictable. There's no way I could have. And there was one day I was like, oh, I'm feeling all right. And I was like, maybe we can, maybe we could try to record. I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit better. But it was so unpredictable that I'm like, yeah, we would have been pausing a lot. Can you imagine? I mean, like, it would have been maybe entertaining, no. but it would have been like an MTV. <laughs> what was that old show like? Who's the, who are those like guys that used to do that like really like off the wall shit all the time? Do you oh. know what I'm talking about? Brian loves that shit. He still watches it. You know what I'm talking about, right? It was like they used yeah. to eat goldfish and like oh, yeah, and like and like hang raw meat from their balls so like alligators <laughs> could jump out of the water and eat it, right? Yes, That's they did. Jackass. Yes. yes. Yeah. That would have it yeah. would have been like the. It would have been like the life agency jackass episode because yes. you yep. would have dry heaved and thrown up and then someone else listening would have dry heaved and thrown up and I would have been like, oh my God, it's happening again. I yeah, for sure would have thrown up watching you throw up. because we're. We I'm can... okay with it actually. Yeah, I can handle it. All right, can you? Yeah. yeah. I'm okay with it too with other people. It, it's my own. Like I have to close my own eyes. <laughs> Or flush immediately because, like, I can't see it. No, it's you know bad, y'all. You know what I can say, though? Like, sorry, everyone, for this, like, topic. But, yeah. Yeah, but, like, We've all women, been there. women and men throwing up are, like, night and day. When I throw up, I can at least make it in the toilet. And I'm, like, down near the toilet, at least. Yes. When Jared is, like, sick and throwing up, he is, like, full bore but standing up and like bracing himself and I'm like where are you aiming right now like I can actually tell that you like sprayed the bathroom and did a horrible job cleaning up please just get down on the floor like get on your knees do something different 
I can't even handle it. And I know I feel so my heart hurts because I'm like, I know you don't feel good. Yeah. Get on your fucking knees. <laughs> no, I know. I've seen yeah, I've seen Brian do that too. He'll stand and he'll just be like waving like back and forth. <laughs> like like he's on a boat. And I'm like, you're gonna knock yourself. That's a long fall. You are like six four or something. I don't know how tall he is. Six two. He's tall. I'm like, that's a long fall. You're gonna hit your head and it's gonna be way worse than the stomach upset you have. <laughs> You got problems now. It's going to be worse later. No, but it's all the like, it's, it's the mess though. I'm like, why? Just get on your knees. Like get down on your knees. Get on your knees, get on your knees little girl. Get on your knees. <laughs> oh my God. Oh okay. no, I get it. I had it. I mean, uh, yeah, I don't want to go into too much detail, but the early stages of this where I thought it was food poisoning, the reason why I thought it was food poisoning, because it was unpredictable where it was going to lead me from. No. Yeah. At the same time. So there was a moment of sitting and leaning over a trash can at the same time. But that's that. But So if you if you didn't know that you had norovirus, that's like 100 percent what food poisoning is. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. Or appendicitis. I was worried about that too because the cramps yeah. were so painful. You had, with norovirus, you get terrible stomach pains, and the cramps were so bad that if I didn't know better, I actually knew a little bit better that it wasn't my appendix. I know where that is, and what you know, and it yeah. Wasn't but appendicitis, that. if it gets like um, when it's like burst or whatever, it can make you super super sick like that. Oh, absolutely, and you you can't stand up. I didn't have that. It was just really bad cramping. Like I felt my intestines just like tying in knots. Literally, it felt like they were just tying themselves up. God, I'm so was, glad this was you and not Brian. I kept saying that. I'm like, don't catch this. Please don't catch this because I can't handle you with this. <laughs> I can't handle you with this. With no, this. it would have been a nightmare had that been him. Like, mm-hmm. I can't even imagine if Jared would have had, like, if he ever had something like this, it would be, again, like, my heart would hurt for him because he didn't feel good. But at a certain point, I would be like, you need to go not feel good in one of those, like, I'll care for you facilities. (laughs) Speaking of, maybe that's another episode. Me and Danielle were casually joking, but in all seriousness, I think it's a a great idea. And I think we're all planning for our future. Well, we should be. We should be our financial future and our, what are are we going to do when we're older? And of course I'm like, okay, you know, I have a stepson and I love him very much, but I, I don't expect him to care for me when I'm old and need help. Like who's going to take care of me? And I'm like, maybe I should start planning my like assisted living. Like now, can we reserve that? Like now? I mean, like maybe we should secure that. Maybe we should just like, you know, like a conjoint not, that any, not that we are confident, not that we're confident that either one of us are going to live that long. <laughs> but if we do, <laughs> I mean, really, right? I, let's be real. At least me, I will be shocked if I make it to sixty. At this I, rate, I mean, yeah, I just think it would be fun to have like to live in an assisted living facility together together and have like a conjoined room kind of like at a hotel where you just like unlock your door and all of a sudden you're in your friend's yeah. room yeah but like do the boys make come sure too? that my nurses aren't like like you can make sure my nurses aren't filling me up and i can make sure <laughs> yours aren't <laughs> Danielle, i'm opening the door the nurse is on the way in can you just keep a little eye out keep your cataract eye out for what's going on in here <laughs> 
your one good eye. Can you just take it out take a look and make sure here hold my diamonds? <laughs> There's some really good There's some really nice care facilities though. <laughs> yeah, like far and few between from what I understand. I'm scared. What if the boys were dead and it was like the opposite and we were like Lisa, I'll keep an eye out. Take the cute nurse. Yeah. Yeah. Just keep an eye in the hallway. Let me know when you want to hear what's coming. <laughs> Can you pluck this really long nipple hair that I've grown before? Nurse Nurse Jasper comes in and takes care of me. I can't see it. I'm half blind. <laughs> oh my god. I'm sure that happens. Right? Yeah, because you know that those, like, in those homes, they're, like, dirty. Those old people. I don't want to be a dirty old person. They're, like, they're, like, dirty. The old people in there. Yeah. Because they get all weird and frisky. I don't know how that happens, but. It's just all built up. It doesn't go away. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, seriously, something to think about. I think we need to have that. You know, it's something that we could, you know, if we don't use it, we can pass it on <laughs> to someone else. We can leave it. We can will it to somebody if we don't use it. You know what? I mean, in all seriousness, do people do this? Because you plan everything else. Do you think you pre-plan? Because think about how hard it is to get your, like, parents or, like, your grandparents into these care facilities like there's waiting lists. So do you think that people pre-plan this? I that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know, but I think they should. I mean, people are buying their where they want to be buried. The people that want to be buried, they plan that. Why couldn't you plan this, especially in those places that are better that have waiting lists? Like what if we just what if we secured a room now and but, rented but it out? These places are like <laughs> Okay, wait. The old communities though are like 55 plus. So yeah, that's just a, that is a, like, my dad lives in one of those. It's not a assisted living, but it's a senior community. It's a retirement yeah. community. Yeah. Right. But they um, have like all sorts of activities, like, yeah, all sorts Pickle of activities. I know. <laughs> Pickleball, Pinochle. I don't I, know what that is. I don't I hear think it all I, know. Time. I don't know what that is either. But they have like events. So do, yeah. do you like reserve spots there too? I don't know. But you have to be a certain age to live there. But like the next step is assisted living. And like you're saying, those are those are assisted living and and senior homes are waiting lists for the good ones. And they're expensive. How old, so how old are you there? Uh, I don't know if there's an age. I think if you are ill enough assisted living if you don't have anyone to care for you that's what you would go to right like me you know in five years when i'm there <laughs> sure you you won't you won't even be 50 another reason i'll be a target i'll be the youngest person there but visually youngest person there I'm a target. I'm going to be a target. That's like me at the cardiologist. I'm a target for every man standing in there. They're like, hey. Oh, I know. You and the doctors, and you're like, um, I am by far the youngest person here. And they're looking at me like, who are you here with? 
No. So that was that was that was part of the conversation on Friday with the doctor. He was like, So with the pacemaker, we typically like, you know, it's 10 years of a battery life, but the wires, we have to change the wires. And I typically put these in 70-year-olds. So I'm gonna have to change this out at least four times. And he goes, There are complications to changing this out. And I my face was like are you actually going to be able to change this out four times? And I did. I asked. I was like, that's a lot of like in and out and in and out of a pretty important part of my body, fool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's sad because like, they're like blanking on not having to do that. <laughs> Someone yes. Older. He was they're literally like, like I usually put this in 70 year olds. So like, you know, maybe one change <laughs> is what he said. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I was like, and he's like, for you, three to four changes is what we'd be looking at. You know, I honestly, him saying that would have made me feel a lot better. I'm like, oh, you think I have three or four changes? That's the nicest thing anyone's ever said to me. Until he was like, there's com- major complications that come with right. changing out the part. And I, or like, <laughs> yeah. so you're telling me no? Yeah. Talk about a roller coaster of an appointment. You're like, oh, oh, oh. oh. Oh, <laughs> so you're telling me there's a chance? You're telling me there's a chance? Yeah, this is not good for the heart. This conversation is not good for the heart, right here. Yeah, <laughs> highs I'm, and lows. I am easily one of the younger people that uh, walks without a walker into those spaces. Man, I know it's crazy. That's insane. I know. <laughs> But at least you you said you had a good vibe from this doctor. Um, Yeah, so good. He was like super, super – he made weird kind of eye contact, which was a little bit strange, but it didn't – like it was like he didn't want to look me in the eye. (laughs) He looked at my neck. It's like – you know what that is? I know exactly what that is. Those are those doctors, and you know because you you coach, you know. Yeah. It's like you need to make more – you need to be more personable. You need to make more eye contact with people, but he's not – good at that so it's like like this this. (laughs) it's like this so here's the truth he sat really close to me and he like he he sat very close to me he was like super i mean it was great bedside manner he was not rude at all but he wasn't actually looking at me like and he wasn't looking like away from me he's like looking somewhere finding a focal point like your earring he's like yeah and so I wanted to be like I wanted to like find what he was looking at I was kind of like but I didn't want to make him feel weird you know yep I left the weird out of the room at that point because I was I'm probably like a PETA at this point to most doctors but you know it yeah he was he was definitely a uh he was much better than some of the doctors I've encountered yeah Oh, yeah, it's good though. When you get a good feeling, that's that's cool. And yeah, you don't leave feeling completely hopeless. You know, and sometimes it takes too many, too often, it takes too many times to find that right one. No, I, I, have, I at least know I have good ten years. <laughs> you have good three or four changes. Yeah, like ten Gosh. years at least somewhere inside me. Wire changes, like they go into the device and change out the hardware. No, the so the device like has a battery, but yeah. then the the device is hooked to your heart, 
um, like leads. I don't know. I don't know enough about it, but it's like, it's the electric stuff. So there, it's like in your heart. So that has to get changed. That is, I guess, what can have complications. It's basically a defibrillator implanted. It is, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Hmm. You know, I was just thinking, too, he was probably really awkward because he works at the heart, right? So he's used to staring at heart. So he's trying not to stare at your chest because you were awake and not asleep. And so he was trying not to be awkward and stare down in this area because that's his realm of business, right? That could be. But that because you were awake, be. it would be awkward because he's now staring at your chest. <laughs> it was it was his eyes too though. Like he like didn't know where to look, but he didn't look me in the eye. Like Yeah. I probably made it more weird because I was trying to look at him and make eye contact. So we're like moving out. This be more comfortable for you if we were back to back. Stop. Should I sit across the room from you? Yeah. Should I turn I'm around? Put hand through this. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. Great. So yeah, that's what we've been dealing with. That's what we've been doing. Yeah. So we're back. Man. We're back for now. <laughs> yeah. We're trying no, to do we, better. Yeah. No, we're back. Um. We will be releasing an episode every Monday Mm -hmm. and um, we have a fun, a couple fun episodes coming up. So we're going to be talking about travel companions and like being the best version of you and not really caring what other people think about that. Um, Yeah. So we've got some, some fun little conversations coming up here and um, so stay tuned. (laughs) Yes. We promise we're going to do better. <laughs> we will do better. And I also have this game I was telling Danielle about that. You'll see. I have a little fun something, an idea of a kind of like my Alexa. Did you hear that? Yes. Did you guys hear that? So that's that was in my master bathroom. My Alexa just started talking to whatever or that whomever in there. No one's so here. Bad. It does creep me out when it happens, but that's, I don't know what she said. I couldn't hear what she said, but she felt like she was answering somebody. Weird. Um, but there's this game that I saw. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of. You've probably seen it. Usually on like late night shows or talk shows, they'll do like, it's usually with couples where they ask the couple certain questions. They blindfold them and they ask them questions and like, who's this and who does this more? Or who's that or whatever. Only I think that would be fun for me and Danielle to do. So I have an idea for us to go and have someone play this little game with us for our one of our episodes. I think that'll be fun. Yeah. Um, And so if anyone actually has any questions that they want to know, you can always uh, post them on our social media site. So it's on Instagram or you can always email them to us. um, Instagram at lifeagency.wtf. We're on there pretty often. We get back to you guys right away. If you message us on there, Um, you can link directly to us on our email and website straight from Instagram. So, um, but we will, uh, 
be back on next Monday with another fun episode. So catch us then. We'll talk soon. Bye.